Love. I'm Minister Dr. Cynthia Marie Whitley, but I'm not your conventional minister. The name of this podcast is Be Aware. Be aware of your thoughts. Each week, we will review self-realization tips using primarily biblical references through storytelling. We will reflect on our thoughts and become aware. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. I questioned this prayer as a five-year-old child because it scared me and prevented me from going to sleep peacefully. As soon as my mother didn't watch over me, I refused to say that prayer. I'm going to die when I go to sleep. Who made that prayer for a child? Additionally, when I was told I must surrender to God, I hesitated through most of my adult life. I sang it. I surrender all. Not wholeheartedly, though, because I didn't know what it meant. Did it mean that I have to surrender my will to God? All of it? As if my will could be measured. I liked my thoughts, or I should say I was impressed with my thoughts, or maybe I should say my ego was impressed with my thoughts. I believe that my thinking was unique and probably better than most people. I didn't want to give up that part of myself. Would that mean I have to give up most of my dreams and wishes to do the will of God? Why would God ask us to give up our dreams and desires? What if God wanted me to do something I did not want to do? I was afraid of that. I was stunted and my growth in many areas of my life was arrested. As I began to learn from transformational mentors and coaches that I needed to take a deeper look at some of my ways of being or be acceptable at least to the possibility that some of my thoughts may not be absolutely true, I rebelled. They maintain that there are just some things in life that I or we are unaware of, things that were in my blind spot. I felt bullied when religious authority told me I had to submit wholeheartedly. I puffed up my chest and rebelled like my middle name Marie alludes to. Rebellious, like Miriam was in the Bible. And to top that off, my maiden name was Thomas, for Dowden Thomas. So I was Cicero, according to Michael Jackson in The Wiz, who said, don't accept anything at face value, argue, and explore. This sums up my life's journey and why I wandered around in the wilderness, my head, for over 40 years. I will not accept anything wholeheartedly by someone who has the same breath of life in their nostrils that I have. Isaiah 2.22 says, man is like a breath. His days are like a passing shadow. Psalms 146.3 says, put not your trust in princes, in mortal man who cannot save. My instincts say 
to investigate and trust my own God-given instincts. My prayer has deeply been, give me, give me wisdom that I might know how to move through this life. When I started to live alone, I had plenty of additional time to pursue my spiritual studies. I finally had the opportunity to, after raising eight children, working as a teacher and being the wife of a priest. I felt myself becoming, as many would say, more and more spiritual. Again, the ego sets in. There was a hint of fear. What if I go too far? I had already been studying for 27 years and still didn't know the answer to the above questions. Mainly, why and how should I surrender my will to God? Well, late in my 60s, yes, that's how long it took to come to a new understanding. I've called on God often in my life. Some would say I was already very spiritual. But I don't think you can measure spirituality because that is who we are by nature. We are spiritual beings. To be human is to be spiritual. It's our makeup. It's the image of God spoken of in Genesis. I'll summarize a profound statement I heard from a woman on TikTok. She said, there is God above and the earth beneath. And in between is where we human spiritual beings are. Through prayer and meditation is how we receive our divine order for our life. All in all, I know that I wasn't submitting 100%. I believe you can't submit to God in degrees. Either we trust God or we don't. Either we have faith that we um, will manifest our desires or we don't. I can't say I trust God 75% of the time. Neither can I trust God 25% of the time. To me, it just doesn't make sense. First, we have to believe wholeheartedly, like Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. That means there are things we will not know. There are things we cannot see. Blind spots. No one is excluded, especially those that believe that they have all the answers and it's their way or no way. In fact, some people believe that if you don't believe as they do, you are condemned. Important to note also is Matthew 6.24, where it says that no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. So if we are going to surrender, then to whom will we surrender? So still, what does it mean to submit to God? What conclusions have I come to? My son Solomon says that surrendering to God is surrendering to the spirit of God within you. Trust in your gut as some will call it. It is okay to follow our dreams and desires. Our dreams and desires are placed in us by God to be expressed. To not live out our dream is disheartening. 
Psalm 37, 4 says, delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Did you hear that? He shall give you the desires of your heart. No one knows the secret place in another person's heart and no one has the right to smother that. That's between us and God. Our dreams and desires are God leading us to our divine places in life. As for me, I began to accept the following. Our will is God's will and God's will is our will. So we can submit without fear because God will give us more than we can imagine, including the usually small dreams and desires we are too afraid to pursue. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Let me read that from Farah Fenton translation. For I know the intentions which I have planned for you, the ever living says. Intentions of prosperity and not suffering that I will give you hereafter. Therefore, hope. So call to me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. For when you seek me, you can find me. When you search for me with all your heart. That means wholeheartedly. Most people submit wholeheartedly to man and his dictates and is usually from fear. But will you get the promises that God makes if you wholeheartedly submit to mankind? No. No. Do the above biblical references take away any of the fears around submitting to God? It does for me. As I continue to remember that it was those times that my soul said yes. Yes, that miracles happened in my life. I will continue to bring to remembrance why it's okay to surrender without fear. God's promises are awesome, and the joy of submitting allows us to find joy in its manifestations. I'm choosing to surrender. I am not afraid anymore. I will continue to grow and exercise the muscles of faith as unexpected occurrences happen. I may forget for a moment, but I will bounce back quicker each time. So with this understanding, I will create a new children's prayer that I can teach to my 20 grandchildren. Now I lay me down to sleep. I thank you because my soul you'll keep. I rest in you and anticipate to wake with your saving grace. Peace, shalom, amen. If you can't wait until next week's story, visit Looking for Self series on Amazon.com under Gershona Cynthia Whitney.